Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Today we are continuing our series, The Gospel According to Luke, and we are ready for chapter 12 today. In this chapter, Jesus warns about the leaven of the Pharisees, meaning the sin of the Pharisees, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. Warns about the foolishness of storing and hoarding, as he tells the parable of the rich fool. He warns about not being ready for the second coming, not being prepared for his return, and reminds us that it's coming at a time that you think not. Many like to argue about the passage that says, I come at an hour that you do not, or at, at a day and hour you do not know, and people try to connect that to certain feasts and things like that. But there's other passages all throughout the Gospels, like the one we're going to read in Luke today, where he says, I'm coming at a time when, you're, when you don't expect it, when you're not expecting it. So he reinforces that all throughout the Gospels that the time of his return will be as a surprise. That's why he warns so many times that it's going to come like a thief in the night, unexpected. But his remnant should be prepared and ready. Always ready. And he warns about the dangers of falling back into sin. And then, him, and then he returns. This is a subject that I cover quite extensively in my end of days devotional if you haven't picked up a copy of that please consider doing that the audio files for all that are also all on YouTube if you want to listen to it for free uh, but you can support uh, me by purchasing the book where I talk about this very issue that Jesus is going to bring up in the Gospel of Luke chapter 12 this morning so Without further delay, we got 59 verses to get through, and I just, again, open up your hearts, receive the Word of God, and take it seriously. And these passages, I just, it just, they just seem so much more important for us today, with everything going on around us. So let's have a listen. I'll be reading from the King James Bible. Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Let's begin. In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trod one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, First of all, Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which you have spoken in the ear and the closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him, which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. 
Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are more value than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. Alright, let's stop real quick. Just Let's just back up a few minutes. He, Jesus warns about hypocrisy and says, Listen, understand that everything that you say in darkness, at some point is going to be brought to light in the judgment. Everything you think that you said in a closet behind closed doors, that's going to be shouted from the rooftops. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be all Christian at church. But then live like the devil inside your own house. God sees it all. And then he goes on to say, and this is an important message for us, don't be afraid of all these people who can destroy the body. And then after they destroy the body, there's nothing else that they can do. No, you need to be afraid of the one who can destroy the body and then afterwards cast you into hell. Very, very serious. And then he reminds us, look, God, there's not a sparrow that falls out of the sky that God's not aware of. And aren't you more valuable than a sparrow? He's reminding us that God cares. So stop with the fear. Don't be afraid. I mean, he care. he's feeding sparrows. He's taking care of sparrows. He cares about little birds. How much more valuable are you? He knows how many hairs are on your head. Let's continue. Verse 11. And when they bring you unto the synagogues and unto magistrates and powers, take you no thought how what you think you shall answer, or what you shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide his inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For, his man, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room? Where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast so much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose, then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich towards God. Please note, Jesus pointing out the foolishness of, of hoarding. This may be a touchy subject for some of us, especially here in the United States of America. 
Do you trust God to provide for you? Are you not more valuable than sparrows? Jesus is saying you're wasting your time storing up a bunch of junk here on earth because your number could be called tonight. And then who's, where's all that crap going to go? It's stuff. He says, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consists not in the abundance of things that he possesses. It's much better to be rich towards God, right? Verse 22. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for the body what you shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouses nor barns, and God's feeding them. How much more are ye better than fowls? So Jesus is making that point. Look, don't worry about if you're going to have clothes tomorrow or food. God knows you need these things. I mean, after all, he's feeding birds. Are you not more important than birds? Verse 25. And which of you, by taking thought, can add to his stature one cubit? If ye then be not able to do that thing, which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not. They spin not, and yet I say unto you that Solomon on all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not what ye shall eat, and what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye need of these things. But rather, seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that ye have, and give alms. Provide yourself bags which wax not old. A treasure in the heavens that faileth not, where no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupteth. For where your treasure is, there will be your heart. Also, let your loins be girded about, and your lights burning. And ye yourself should be like unto men that wait for their Lord, when he will return from the welding, from, from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Please note, Jesus is about to talk about the importance of always being ready. And he starts off with saying, you need to be like men who wait for their Lord and when he returns from the wedding that when he cometh and knocketh they may open unto him immediately like there's no delay the master comes the Lord comes knocks on the door you're standing by the door ready to open it like you you're ready for him verse 37 blessed are those servants when whom the Lord when he cometh shall find watching Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are those servants. And this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched, and would not have suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, 
For the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us or even to all? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find him so doing. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. Okay, let's hold up for a second. Now Jesus is talking about, talking about stewardship. What are you doing with what he has given you? What are you doing with the blessings he has given you, the talents he has given you? Specifically, what are you doing for the kingdom of God? Number one, are you prepared if he comes now? Oh, but this has to happen. Jesus says, I'm coming at a time when you think not. You need to be ready, ready to open that door the minute I show up. And now he's asking Peter, who is faithful and wise? Who is a good steward? Whoever is a good steward, I'm going to make them a ruler over everything I have. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find him doing. In other words, blessed is the person that when the Lord shows up, finds him doing the will of God, being a good steward. Of that truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. Verse 45, but, and if... That servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men's servants and maidens, and to eat and drink with the drunken. In other words, if he finds that servant saying in his heart, My Lord has delayed, I might as well have some fun. Right? Go back to sinful behavior. Verse 46. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. This is a subject I talk a lot about in my book. You know, when you're focused on sin, you're distracted and your eyes are not on Jesus. When you're distracted by the things of the world, your eyes are not on Jesus. And when you take your eyes, and in the same way, when you take your eyes off Jesus, that hole gets filled with something. Right? When you're not focused on the kingdom of God, then you start to be focused on some other things. And before you know it, you're starting to dabble in some things that's not appropriate. And before you know it, what could happen, Jesus is warning about, is you could be doing that sinful thing, thinking that the Lord is delayed, and then he shows, and you're not ready. And then you get appointed your portion with the unbelievers. And where is the unbeliever's portion? It's not the kingdom of God, right? It's very serious, very severe. I feel like people don't take these words very serious. Because we have this attitude that we said the sinner's prayer, there's nothing to worry about anymore. I can do as I will. But I say, my opinion, my interpretation of the scriptures is that your actions matter 
because they demonstrate what you truly believe. Let's continue on. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. You see, there's a punishment for those who have been graced, privileged with the knowledge of the things of God. That's you, that's me, that's all of you listening to this podcast. You've heard, the, you've heard me read from the Bible for years, many of you. You have no excuse. I have no excuse. I've dedicated my life to reading the scriptures and studying the scriptures. I have no excuse. I know what's expected. Let me read that verse again. Verse 47. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. Verse 48. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. Why? Well, because they didn't know any better. It was out of ignorance. Listen, friends. There's greater judgment and punishment for those who know the truth and do not live it than for those who do not know the truth. To whom much is given, much is expected. This is what he goes on to say. Let me read verse 48 in its entirety. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I, if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how am I straightened till, I, till it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I come to give peace on earth? I tell you, nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, and the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother, and the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. What's Jesus saying here? I think what he's saying is that following Christ costs you something, and there's going to be people within your own household who don't like it. And so there's going to be division. There's going to be those who believe and those who don't believe, and those who have issue with those who believe. Some of you may know this experience very, very well. Verse 54, And he said unto the people, When ye see a cloud rise out of the west, straight away ye say, There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when ye see the south wind blow, ye say, There be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, can ye discern the face of the sky of the earth? But how is it that ye do not discern the time. Mm. Is that a word for us today? Can we not discern the time? Can we not see what's going on? Are we this blind? Are we this foolish? We better get ready. Two more verses, 58 and 59, and then I'll close. When thou goest with thy adversary to the magistrates, as thou art in the way, Give diligence 
that thou mayest be delivered from him. Lest he hail thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and the officer cast thee into prison. I tell thee, thou shalt not depart thence till thou hast paid the very last mite. And that is the end of chapter 12 in the Gospel of Luke. So much in there for us today. I hope I did a good job of kind of breaking things down and breaking it into pieces and getting you to think. And I pray that today's study causes you to draw near to Messiah, causes you to draw near to God, causes you to take a look in the mirror and reflect on your life and say, am I living it or am I a hypocrite? Am I ready or am I making excuses? Am I ready or am I busy with sin and in danger of being appointed my portion with the hypocrites because I'm not living the way God has commanded me to live even though I know the truth? And what if he comes back and finds me in this state? So repent, turn away, seek God's face. He is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Let's not be fools who can see the times we're living in but not react accordingly. I pray you've been blessed by this this morning. Please consider supporting this work. Scriptureandprophecy.com, there's a support tab at the top. It's very, very helpful if you consider being a monthly Patreon subscriber, but the PayPal is extremely helpful as well. Uh, there's also a mailbox, post office box, and then picking up a copy of the book is also um, moderately helpful. So thank you to all of you, and I pray this is being a blessing to you. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Friday with our tour portion for this week, and I do have an end-time study coming up soon. I just need to put it all together. All right, peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.